This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport fan network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Why does Comcast Business power more businesses than any other provider? It has technology solutions that put you ahead, like the fastest reliable network and serious savings. Whether your small business is starting or growing, you need Comcast Business. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Ask about Comcast Business Internet and Security Edge, or find out how to get a $500 prepaid card with a qualifying gig bundle. Call or go online today to learn more. Offer ends 10-23-22. Restriction supply. Call for details. This is for the fans. The Vibe. You're listening to The Reds Report. Sponsored by theterracestore.com Where customers are more than just an order number. Hello everyone, thank you for watching and listening to The Reds Report. Um, Steve Andrews and Carlo van der Watering. Um, sponsored by theterracestore.com get it in there very, very early on. Um, very happy uh, to be recording today. My uh, partner in crime, so to speak, has not been, uh, not been very well. So first of all, Steve, how are you feeling? A lot better again, my friend. Um, Thursday morning, I went for my Barry Bannon, which is obviously my annoying little prick. I went for <laughs> my vaccine, uh, and then I was in, all, in bed all day yesterday, unfortunately. But yes, back, uh, back fighting fit now, mate. Very back, good. Back home fighting fit. Very good. Um, so, I, I need to tell people about the competition. No, no. So, the com- competition in this um, this Reds report today is you are looking for England songs. England songs that were used for Euros, for the World Cup. Uh, some might have been used a couple of times. Some might have flopped in the charts. Some might have got to number one. But you're looking for England songs. So, listen from the beginning to the end. And then um, send us a private message, message on Twitter at Reds Report underscore and tell us, um, just tell us the name of the songs. That's all you need to do. You don't need to give us the, you know, who sung it or the highest chart position or anything like that. Just tell us what titles you've heard. Um, it is at this moment, it's Saturday. So we'll, we'll give it a couple of days. We'll probably go till Tuesday or Wednesday. And then again, we will uh, we will announce the winner. And um, of course, the surprise as before is the uh, the pack of terrorstore.com Barnsley FC merchandise. The cup, or the mug, should I say. Um, you also get a bottle opener, and you get one of them little uh, retro football kits. 
chaplain's kit, as, uh, <laughs> as Steve calls Chaplin, it. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> that you can uh, that you can stick in your uh, in your window. We, we should have recorded earlier in the week, so the competition starts now. So start listening. That'll be a change for most. They have to listen now. Um, <coughs> pardon me. So we should have recorded earlier in the week, uh, Steve. Uh, we were going to have Johnny or John Parkin on, and and we were going to talk about England. So we we're going to have the Beast with the two. Well, whatever we are, I suppose we were going to look at England. But said, talk, I suppose talking about England, we would have been three lions, <laughs> wouldn't we? But uh, yeah. unfortunately, he couldn't make it. So no, he was. Uh, he, he was. That, like, yeah, yeah. Um, he was recording uh, under the cosh, and uh, it ran a bit late. And, and and if you listen to under the cosh, you can imagine why sometimes they run a bit. Uh, they run a bit later. I know because of illness, you've not seen much. But five 0 against San Marino is not really worthy of of long discussions, is it? Like it's it's San Marino. It's always the same with England games. I don't know if it's just me, um, but lately, last last few times that they've been on, um, whether I've been ill or not, I can't say I've really been in that sort of enthusiastic to watch it. Um, it's never, I don't know, It's summit, whether it's summit about the players, whether it's summit about the games, whether it means anything. I know, you know, it were only a friendly against San Marino and, God, we should be beating teams like that quite easily. Um, is 5-0 uh, a good scoreline against them? Well, you'd think we'd have got a few more, I'd have thought. Um, I did have a look at the team. Uh, and, I mean, there's some names in there which makes a change. It's nice to see new people coming in and, and, and Southgate actually giving them a go rather than sticking with same old tired players, to be quite honest. Um, it were nice to see, like, some mount... Calvert-Lewin get in there, Ward-Prowse, um, Cody at back, and obviously John Stone's back to uh, back to his fighting best. Um, I, I, I just want to ask you about Stone's. Um, is he the number one choice centre-back at the moment? Because a lot of talk about Maguire, um, but John Stone's has, has, has refound some of that form that, that made him that centre-back that everybody looked at, that made him that player, that, that Manchester City bought. Do you think he's, he is the number one choice for, for Gareth Southgate? Uh, I think he is now, and I don't think anybody can disagree with that. Yeah, um, he's been through a rough time. Uh, he was definitely off his game. Um, it looks as though whatever Pep's done to him, whether it's leaving him out, has given him a kick up backside. But you look at his last last few club performances, he's even scoring goals. He's always been comfortable on ball, but now he, lo- he looks even more so. Um, for me, he would be for first centre-half on sheet, Every time um, you look at Maguire, to me, he's, he's not done what he promised. He's, he's not done at United, I don't think, what he promised. Uh, he, he, he just he just doesn't do it for me at all. I think it should be Stones with another, to be quite honest, uh, for World Cup, not Maguire. Um, from a Barnsley perspective then, lots of eyes on Daryl DK, who was in the squad for, let me get this right, for the USA against Jamaica in Austria. Um, Excellent, well done. Yeah, not bad. You've got all your facts there, haven't you, mate? I tell you, we're on the ball. We're on the ball. (laughs) Listen, um, he didn't make the squad. They talked about a little niggle. Is this something that we need to be worried about, do you think, or is it because it's a friendly, they don't want to risk anything? It's a funny one, isn't it? It's not very very often we have players that go on international duty. Uh, Obviously, Alec as well. and it's great for them, and you you feel a little. You've got to feel a little bit of pride yourself that you've got players that are selected to go and play for the country. 
and I suppose on one hand you want them to play and you want them to do really well, but then on the other hand, you know, it's nice for them to be in that sort of uh, team environment where they're getting used to international play, they're getting, you know, the experience of it all. Um, but then I suppose on the other hand, you don't want them to play because you want both DK and Alec to come back and be fighting fit for for Reading game. Um, it's a little bit of a double-edged sword, I think. Um, but as far as DK is concerned, if he didn't get on for friendly, personally, I'd be very surprised if he gets anywhere near for an actual qualifying game against Ireland. So if he has got a little niggle, hopefully that'll be all right by Friday. Or it could be, I suppose, all the way around as well, couldn't it? They, they, I suppose they could say... Um, in a friendly, let's see what we've got. Maybe some of the more unknown players, players making the debuts, uh, and and they know what they've got with 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 DK. He's played for them before, and they've seen the blistering form that he's in for Barnsley. And um, Helic, though, uh, debut for his uh, Poland uh, for the Polish national squad. Yeah. And interestingly, he could face potentially Harry Kane at Wembley. Is it at Wembley or well, this in the next few days? Yeah. Um, again, uh, I, t- I didn't watch it because I were in bed, but um, I think it finished three apiece. Did he just play half a game? Did he just play he 45? Played, yeah, minutes? he played half a game. And I, I, I didn't, I didn't see it. Um, I got voted. Um, it was a bit like um, X Factor. Well, I, I got voted out. I, I had two X's from my daughter, uh, my wife, and if the dog could have voted, that would have been an X as well. <laughs> so I ended up watching something on Netflix that I lost complete interest in after probably the opening titles came up. So that, I just sounds, read some reports. Story of my life for the last 12 months, that, mate, <laughs> definitely. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, Elik, we know how well he's been playing for us. Uh, and again, I come back to the experience he will have gained um, going to a to a, an international game and mixing with international players, etc. cetera, uh, albeit hungry. Um, again, to come and play, play against England, um, against... Hopefully, a really good English side. Yeah, I hope he gets another forty-five minutes. And he's, he's you know, he's got Harry Kane in his in his back pocket, like so many strikers uh, in previous games for us. Is there always? I know it's only um, it'll be if he plays, it'll be his second appearance. Um, whilst the Barnsley board are probably rubbing the hands, thinking that's another half million or million money, on top money, of money, any, money. <laughs> any any asking price. There's also, of course, the point that if if he does well and catches the eye, more clubs will be on the radar. Um, so I suppose it, it, it's fantastic from a personal development point of view for, for Mikael Hellick. Uh, as fans, he is one of the players that, for me, is definitely in the running for player of the year. Uh, can't fault you. Can't fault you there at all. I think the problem, the problem we always have at Barnsley, um, and very much so this year, because we've got probably, oh God, you could probably say four, five, six players that have played that well that they will be on other clubs' radars. Yeah. Come, come transfer window time, you know, we were worried that we might lose one, maybe even two in January, but we didn't, and we were, you know, we were happy that we held on to people. But come, come summer, um, I think dependent on where we finish will depend on what the board chooses to do with the players that have got a saleable quality. Um, you know, if, if we are lucky enough to go up, God, how fantastic would that be? 
you'd like to think that we'd keep most of the younger players and then invest in the squad to a certain extent, obviously not overstretching, but invest to make play, get players in that can play in Premiership because we already know that there are some players we've got that aren't good enough and we, we've got to be honest about that. But if we, if we do end up staying in Championship at that top end, it's whether then we can hold on to players that may get uh, offers from, I don't know, maybe a your better championship sides or maybe even your championship sides that go up into premiership because let's face it to actually play in premiership would be such a carrot to dangle in front of likes of your Callum styles and uh, etc so so no it's going to be an interesting one come summer but let's not worry about don't worry about that now let's let's uh, let's keep them all together now and uh, you know let's let's move on to that premiership wonderland yeah it's and, and, and it is, isn't it? Because if you look at, um, I'm just going to try and, 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 and bring them up actually for you. Obviously, I, I mean, I was going to say, is it, do you think, um, a, is it an advantage for teams that are maybe, you know, there near the bottom um, of, the, uh, of, 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 of the league that they don't have international players? You know, their squad, they are, they're, they're all together now. They're training. Is, is the... Is that an advantage? Whereas we, some are, some aren't. Is that a disadvantage, do you think? Or actually, do you think, no, because someone else actually deserved that break. And, um, you know, Ismail will have them ready, albeit on, on probably short notice, um, to face Reading on uh, on Good Friday. Um, it's, it, it's an interesting one because, let's face it, when was the last time we actually had any sort of international play? Or we had to not, not take part in an international game, uh, in a, a league game, because the players that were away were our players. Normally, if we don't play, it's because the other team who we were supposed to be playing have got the the players away on international duty. So it's a it's a little bit of a novelty for us. I've got to say, um, and I must say, this technical ability of yours that you're trying to show me a picture and it's just not working at all no. um, is is really it's really quite good, mate. But no, um, you know, is it an advantage? Is it a disadvantage? Some teams will get a longer break. Um, I think we will still maintain that momentum, whether we let two players go on international duty or four or five players go. Um, they are coming straight back into a team that's playing well. Uh, Ishmael, obviously, motivational-wise, will still be kicking them up backside anyway. Yeah. So I don't think that's anything to uh, I don't think that's anything to worry about, to be honest. So let's have let's have a little look then at the fixtures that's left. So we've got um, when, when play resumes, I suppose, on the second of April, uh, we we face Reading. Uh, that's the first of the that's the first of the last eight matches of this season. Season finishes on the eighth of May. So in 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 that sort of well, what is it? Five six weeks, eight matches, um, and nine. the heaviest being nine nine. There's nine there. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We've got eight matches left. What about that top right-hand corner one? Oh, no, that's not one, is it? Oh, no. I say, I tell you what, if COVID, it doesn't only make you cough and make you feel ill, it affects your eyesight as well and your ability to count. The, 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 the most difficult period is probably that first week. So from Friday the 2nd to Saturday the 10th, which is just over a week, three matches, Reading, Luton, Middlesbrough. I, I'm not going to go into, into every single match, but... Um, they're not probably all as straightforward because we've seen in the last match, and I'm not going to mention that club, they're actually against these struggling sides. And um, we struggled a little bit as well. So 
playing teams. I mean, Reading, we know where they are. Luton, a little bit of no man's land. Middlesbrough, again, probably not enough to, to, to you know to make it to the playoffs or to make that late charge. And um, they're not all straightforward where you can say, oh, yeah, it's a win, isn't it? Because we have to start that run again. Them, them last games. There's not, there's not one single game there that's going to be an easy game. Whether the top, middle, or bottom, it, it, it doesn't make, it doesn't make any difference. Reading obviously is near enough a six pointer for us. Uh, your Luton is always a difficult game, no matter where they are in league, no matter where we are in league. Luton's always a difficult game. Middlesbrough, Neil Warnock's in charge of Middlesbrough, and I can't really see Neil Warnock letting them take the, the foot off pedal. They're gonna they're gonna keep fighting right up to the last day, no matter where they are. Yeah. And then you look at you look at rest at games. Then you know all teams below us, some that's fighting for their lives. You know they're into an easy game. They are not at all. You're listening to the Reds Report with Carlo and Steve. A little bit for Rotherham because um, so there's two Yorkshire derbies within sort of three days of each other. 21st of April. Huddersfield away, 24th of April, three days later, Rotherham at home. Rotherham have to have a, a very, very hectic um, schedule. Um, secretly, do you sort of hope that as they're coming towards the end of that schedule, they'll be absolutely, um, I can't say depleted, but, you know, that that fatigue is going to take hold for them? You'd when they think face so. us? I mean, let's face it, Rotherham, is it, have they got four or five games in hand that they've got to they've got to play? They're playing something like six games of a of a... 11, 12 days, something like that. Yeah. They they have got a shocking running, but again, you know, as long as they don't get any injuries, they're going to be they're going to be fighting. They're going to be tired, but they will fight for their lives. Um, but you'd like to, you know what? I'd like I'd like Rotherham to stop up. I really would. Yeah. Uh, and I hope that they win all the remaining games. Obviously, apart from that one. And I suppose, um, you know, Rotherham, um, they play near enough three games um, a week. And there are still bits to be decided. I think if you look at the top of the table, um, Norwich, would you say, well, home and dry is maybe a little bit too early, but a lot would have to go wrong for Norwich not to go up. I think that'll be, I think that is one thing that will be done and dusted before before that last game. Uh, I think Norwich, that last game, will be their promotion party, to be quite honest. Uh, you know, they'll be, I think that it'll all be cut and dried by then. They'll probably be up, you know, 75% up now. Um, that could be, it could work in our favour, I suppose, if we're still looking at points that we need. Norwich could be that game, whether they're top or not. Yeah. Um, we're a bit of luck, they'll have been top. And being promoted a couple of you know a couple of matches before, so they'll still be eating Delia's pies and and supping whatever cat's pee that they sup in well, East Anglia. And and we wish them luck with that. We don't, don't we? Um, <laughs> how how have you found it in the international break? Because obviously with football with no fans, football seems to be the only thing. Sorry. During COVID, the only thing that keeps me going is, oh, it's Wednesday, Barnsley playing. Oh, it's Saturday, Barnsley are playing. And it's something to look forward to, isn't it? Yeah. These sort of two week drag, it feels like <laughs> six months. It feels like that first break we had when COVID came, you know, when they stopped everything. It's it's, it's been really weird. I mean, let, let's let's be right about it. COVID's been a shocking, a shocking thing. It's a terrible thing. And I know we joke, but this last week or so, 
I'll be honest. I'm glad I had me. Uh, I'm glad I had me vaccine, and I were in bed all day yesterday, because it killed I've actually, the day, I've, actually, <laughs> I've, I've actually missed. You know, who we're watching tonight. I mean, all right, don't get me wrong. Our lass is ready for stringing me up, but you know, the fact that football has been on the TV near enough every night. There's been something to watch. All right, there's been some dross on, and we know there has. <laughs> if you're not bothered about it, um, but the fact that you know, even just for half an hour or an hour, rather than just sitting watching Corrie or Emmerdale, you know, other 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 soaps are available. But, you know, the fact that you can just turn telly on and watch a bit of football has been a, has been a godsend. But, yeah, this last week, I've got to say, it's it's been a bit strange. Yeah. Your last is better than mine, then, because if Barnsley are not playing... I'm not allowed to watch. Poor dog. Get it, get it. I can't see it because of your background, but I could just see its back sort of moving. It's because it's showing its toy and it makes a squeak. Never, ever buy a squeaky toy for a dog. Why? Uh, it's mate. always... I've got it now. now. I've got it. I can throw it away. <laughs> mate, you know, we've got a pup and uh, it's... You want to watch something, even on an evening, and it, it, I'll say to our last, your asthma's getting bad, and it's the pup with the squeaky toy in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, you, you just mentioned it football on nearly every night. I don't know what's on tonight, but it is Saturday night. Um, uh, for us, uh, that's that's chippy night. What 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 is in the Andrews uh, in the Andrews household? Um, I think tonight, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little bit, bit little bit Asian tonight, mate. I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking I might curry it tonight. Is do, what and right so you know me any anything hotter than a coma and it should be forbidden do curry is that do you like it like your women like hot and spicy or just oh, yeah, mellow like, and mild like women, yeah. oh a bit of vindaloo yeah <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. No, i'll stick to me i'll stick to me tikka masala thanks very much <laughs> that's even too hot for me i'm telling you <laughs> I go to the chip shop, you want curry? I know, no, 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 I don't want to burn my tongue. I don't. <laughs> Steve, listen, uh, we'll catch up again next week. Uh, we can tell people that the competition uh, is, is over now as well, so now you can mention anything you want. Anything you want. Can um, I just say, though, that when I said money, money, money earlier, it, there's no ABBA songs in this episode. <laughs> we might have another one with ABBA songs, but that would just uh, that would just something that came out. Oh, mate. An, an, ABBA, an ABBA one would be, I know people will definitely not listen, but I'd love that because I go for a drive oh, and I have with my daughter and then we have the Mamma Mia soundtrack on and it's like, yes, showing <laughs> oh, my age now, showing my age. <laughs> So, um, if you've been listening, uh, we're looking for England songs. Now, they can be England songs in the charts. Uh, for the World Cup, for European Cups, it could be songs made by fans to the manager, for instance. I mean, I'm just throwing that out there. Um, which titles have you heard? Send us a private message on Twitter at retroport underscore and let us know what song titles you have heard that relate to England at the World Cup or European Championships. Um, Steve, five, I believe you are. There should be five, I believe. I um, I, I, I think we got through five. I, I, I never did. set you up whatsoever, but you know. What can I say? <laughs> I'm not saying it again, because I'll get it away. <laughs> There's three types of people who can count, mate. Them that can and them that can't. <laughs> Listen, take it nice and steady this evening. Um, I, 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 I have started worrying, because I'm going for my second injection Monday night. I know how ill you were with your first. I'll and see the you, second, you either get it on the first or the second. So we might be back before the 8th of May when Barnsley uh, will be in the playoffs automatically promoted. Um, listen, look after yourself. You, mate. 
And um, just give me, it's Saturday now, I'll be uploaded tonight. When do you want the competition to finish? So we can draw. Then, if if I'm no longer here, I'll get you access, so you can choose. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Let's say let's say Wednesday then, because if you're poorly then on Tuesday, we can knock it on a day, can't we? Yeah. So Wednesday we will uh, we'll let you know who's won the TerraStore.com merchandise officially licensed Barnsley FC merchandise. Uh, there's a mug. There is a Chaplin kit, as we will call it from now on, uh, that you can put in your car, and also a retro bottle opener. Steve, thanks very much. Enjoy your Thank Saturday you. evening, mate, and we will man. speak soon. Excellent. See you later. See you later, mate. Hey, Becky. What about this beat for your next song? Mm, it's cool, but I'm into faster stuff lately. Like Xfinity that gives me beyond gig speeds. Got it. What about this then? Mm, it sounds powerful, just like Xfinity. Because its supersonic Wi-Fi has three times the bandwidth, you can connect hundreds of devices at once. <laughs> That's what I call power. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity. Made to do anything so you can do anything. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary, not guaranteed. Requires compatible Xfinity gateway. Limited quantities available. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network. The ultimate on demand destination for the UK's best fan led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight, analysis, and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the Talksport Fan Network. Unbeatable club dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search Talksport Fan Network.